11 19 to 30 i repeat acts 11 19 to 30 now those who had been scattered by the persecution that broke out when stephen was killed traveled as far as uh, phoenicia cyprus and antioch spreading the word uh, only among jews some of them however men from cyprus and cyrene went to antioch and began to speak uh, to greeks also telling them the good news about the lord jesus the lord's hand sorry was with them and a great number of people believed and turned to the lord news of this reached the church in jerusalem and they sent barnabas to antioch when he arrived and saw what the grace of god had done he was glad and encouraged them all to remain true to the lord with all their hearts he was a good man full of the holy spirit and faith and a great number of people were brought to the lord then barnabas went to tarsus to look for Saul. And when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. So for a whole year, Barnabas and Saul met with the church and taught great numbers of people. The disciples uh, were called Christians first at Antioch. During this time, some prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch. One of them named Agabus stood up and uh, through the spirit predicted that a severe famine would spread over the entire Roman world. This happened during the region of Claudius, reign of Claudius. The disciples, as each one uh, was able, decided to provide help for the brothers and sisters living in Judea, as they did, sending the gift to the elders of, by Barnabas and Saul. Thank you. This is the word of God. Shall we pause for a moment to pray? Gracious Heavenly Father, you are the source of all the blessings. From you, we have received your gift of the written word. And also, we thank you for the way this word is speaking to us. Thank you for the reading of the scripture as we ponder and meditate do, Lord, minister to each one of us and revive us and strengthen us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The moment I put up this screen with the word testimony of the church, you would also wonder what does it mean? The word Testimony often referred mostly to do with what God has done in your life, some life-transforming events in your life, and also if you go by the legal system of the world, it is to testify for the facts and knowledge you have about the case that will be presented in the court. But then, we come back to the Bible, the word witness and testimony is very widely used to indicate what the Christian is here in the world for. Last week, if you recall the message, we heard the 
message on the formation of the church. In the formation of the church, do you recall the outline that goes like this? God's expectation from believers, meaning of being saved, God's larger picture. <laughs> I simplify. The Lord installed his body, his church, in the world after the death, burial, resurrection of Savior Jesus Christ. And at the point of his ascension, he told his disciples to wait. And on the 50th day, which is called as the Pentecostal day, the Spirit of the Lord came upon the disciples, demonstrating his power and the initiation, the birth of the church. People were added. And we also took to consideration the church in which Christ Jesus is the head. When Christ Jesus becomes the head, the whole body of Jesus functions in a different way. Now, let us bring our attention to what we have just read. The moment you come to the book of Acts, is a historical book describing the events that followed after the ascension of Jesus and after the launch of all the disciples into the core of ministry, making disciples. The moment they started going around to preach the gospel, people even wondered, these are the guys who make the world upside down. Oh my goodness. <laughs> they should have said they've made the upside world right up. Okay. So, they were people of power moving around in the name of the Lord Savior Jesus with the power of the Holy Spirit. And therefore, we come here to take the model of the church at Antioch. How many of us will know about Antioch? If you look at these pictures, you would see the Antioch is right there. And this is the old Syrian empire from which we see Paul traveling from all the way Jerusalem, moving around and going for all his missionary trips. And Antioch is somewhere here. All right? Oh, sorry. Antioch is somewhere here. And Tarsus is the place of Paul. Now, looking at this Antioch, Antioch is a common name. It's more like, uh, if I say, Gandhinagar. I think every state or every district, you will have a Gandhinagar. Similar to that, Antioch was named at a place, a uh, couple of places. But this Antioch in the uh, uh, area of uh, Syria then, the olden uh, regime, it was held by Greeks and then lately took over by the Romans. And if you have to remember, Rome, Alexandria, and the third city, Antioch, were the most popular city, like our Delhi, right? So we live in such a popular and a beautiful city, Delhi beautiful, Delhi green. Yes, Antioch was something, a wonderful, very important city. And 
the story, what the history Luke is presenting is, begins like this, chapter 11 of verse 19. Now those who had been scattered by the persecution in connection with Stephen travel as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch. All these places are visible there. The point is, there is a persecution and people were tortured, put into prison, and Saul, the so-called, the lately called as Saint Paul, was going as a terror. And therefore, people got displaced. And so, we see, this is the modern um, countries that are displayed here, all right? And if you know this Syria, Turkey, which is there, and uh, now the present day, Antioch is called uh, Antakya, and we are all aware of what had happened in Turkey and Syria with the earthquake. These are the places which existed then, and there were a lot of happenings around then by the displacement of the believers who had witnessed a mighty revival at the time of Peter and all the disciples. The gospel was preached with power and authority and they received Jesus, they were baptized and they were displaced and they started going around. At this point of time, I want to recall uh, some great servant of God's life. There is one Reverend Raglan, I'm sure one brother will jump up here from the place he hails from where he worked as a missionary. Can I see him here? Raglan. Reverend Raglan came from a foreign country with the intention of bringing the gospel to India, that to south of India, a place we all hail from, some of us hail from. And the person who hails from that location is none other than Franklin, and the church is named after him. And he's a, a great pioneer of then in the early century. He, again with a great messenger of gospel, came and ministered. That's what we are going to see as some comparison with Barnabas, Paul, beginning their ministry. The Antioch church got established by the people, the converted Jews, or the converted Greeks, at a place called Antioch. And uh, how it is going to happen? The testimony of this church is displaying the expansion of horizon. It's the same way foreign missionaries took to India and came with the gospel. Then here we see Antioch's believers who were displaced, relocated, and were thrown out of their realm are coming and gathering. And what did happen here? Some of them, however, men from Cyprus and Cyrene went to Antioch and began to speak to Greeks also, telling them the good news about the Lord Jesus. 
spreading the good news. What is the spreading of good news? Many times we simply put it under the slogan called evangelism. It is much more than that. These people, they did not have something, a strategy to evangelize. They came as displaced people, relocated people, thrown out of their swing and fell there, started sharing what they have received. It is something, one beggar telling the other beggar where the food is available. Have you noticed in the train, the moment you offer uh, somebody who is begging one rupee, within no time there will be five, six people, you know, parading to you, your seat. It is similar when these people receiving the gift of salvation, a new life, they started speaking from their life. And then what did happen here in the time of even Raglan, when he came, when he found people in the darkness, not knowing who the Savior, and he started making a band of people, went around in the particular district where we all hail from and preached the gospel. If I have to say, my forefathers were ministered by this great missionary who came from their previous other religions, from other faith. They were touched and they were even, they committed themselves for the spreading of the good news. Why I say this? These people, when they received the gospel, they had the desire to propagate, pass it on. And that's what was happening in Antioch. This place Antioch, though it was a popular town and a city where even Barnabas was sent to see what is the revival happening, we see these people were sharing the good news. And then what it happened there? How the testimony, the word of their faith, their conviction being set as a model or set as a testimony for the church is expanding to the level of teaching and being taught. I would turn your attention to verse 25. Then Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Paul, uh, look for Saul, and when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. So for a whole year, Barnabas and Saul met with the church and taught great number of people. The disciples were called Christian first at Antioch. The teaching ministry begins there. What did they teach? And we are all aware, these people have just received the brand new good news gospel jesus has delivered unto them not the way today you hold the entire bible and you understand the gospel in its bigger picture in the holes with the wholesomeness from the background of old testament but these people they recognize the gospel message christ has preached barnabas and paul who received the vision they started preaching the teaching and preaching is something to impact in the transformation of people. It doesn't stop with just knowledge level. 
that information level it didn't stay with them as some lecture or something as seminar level it started penetrating in their life how much of that penetration take place when we hear in getting the testimony of our church are we displaying in that expansion of our horizon in the way of spreading this teaching this reverend ragland if you go to his story it is very amazing the way they have taught the people and resisting lot of their opposition they were even not given water to the extent when ragland was traveling he needed to remove his cap and receive his meal and his water he couldn't have a container to receive the bowl of his porridge and his water why i'm saying that they were in that kind of situation worked so hard toiled so hard they taught the young believers today our places are bearing the name of lord savior jesus christ they taught the believers were strengthened they were established they were transformed i remember seeing my you know grandfather i'm sure many of us will remember those of the parents forefathers who came from other faith how they were staunch for the lord jesus christ and that is a transformation they were able to bring by expanding their horizon they came out of their comfort zone or rather they were even displaced because of the persecution in the same manner when uh, luke is writing here in 11 he is also indicating in chapter 8 how the other church started uh, beginning in samaria come along with me to chapter 8 verse 1 on that day chapter 8 of acts chapter 1 chapter 8 verse 1 on that day a great persecution broke out against the church at jerusalem and all except the apostles were scattered throughout judea and samaria and it is the beginning of samarian ministry and here a grecian ministry in antioch all were happening when opposition was increasing ever increasing we think this is our time we face lot of opposition how we can expand our horizon how this testimony of the church can go beyond our horizon yes our testimony are they displayed in this manner and thirdly here under this um, subtitle they were spending and they were getting spent if you go to the verse Uh, chapter 11 of acts and verse 13 you would be surprised to see this they did sending their gift to the elders by barnabas and saul it's verse 29 the disciples each according to his ability decided to provide help for the brothers the point is last week when brother anil was sharing he gave a, a good illustration there was Uh, army colonel or officer who was baptized as he went into the water came out somebody told oh your purse got damp <laughs> he said praise the lord because that also my purse also needed baptism i was reminded of another story there was a guy who needed to take baptism as he was standing in the baptismal tank you know suddenly recognized his purse wallet was in his pocket he stood it and held it up 
when the pastor was about to give the baptism. Pastor pulled the hand and dipped it in the water. Praise the Lord. Yes, when we want to see the horizon expanding because of the church's testimony, are we allowing the Lord to take hold of everything? Spending and being spent. What is, you know, we were singing a number of songs. And they all indicated how I can give myself, offer myself as a sacrifice. So, the church's Antioch was a testimony. And the testimony was displaying the expansion. And that came with spending of money. Just think of our own spending. We have increased our spending. My salary has been increased every year, increment. My house rent is increased. Thanks be to God. I have to say this house rent has not been increased for many years, praise the Lord. But then our income becomes static. <laughs> Who is going to increase the income of the kingdom of God? In the increment of the house of God and our offering, it has to come from me. How many of us will keep this motto? I will spend and I will gladly be spent. So, these people came with this next level. The testimony of the church progresses to demonstrate God's grace. Many a times we think, it's all strategy, setting goals, targets, and our fixing of uh, objectives that we can take some achievement. Yesterday, we had the call of implementing our vision for the church in D through DBF. And a question was asked somewhere in the early 1800 of the previous century, how many Christians existed in Delhi? somewhere around, you can assume, somewhere 1815 or 1820. When foreigners, the Britishers were ruling this country, and there were the presence of Christians, how many Christians existed then in Delhi? Everybody guessed something, 500, 200. You know, I somehow made my guess because I studied a history book of Indian history, Jerusalem to Delhi. That's a very good uh, Christian history book. And therefore, I recall it could be something less than 10. I said 10. And then the presenter said there were only six. From six Christian, Indian Christian in Delhi, today, we have increased our number. Who did it? Some strategy did it. Therefore, I call your attention to look at how the church needs to demonstrate God's grace. It is the grace of God working. We are saved by grace. Many of us, we say, oh, I'm saved by, by my faith. I believed in my Lord. Yes, your faith is needed. That's a ground. That's a, a starting point. But we are saved by grace. And the same saving grace is going to increase our number. Look at verse 21. Please turn your attention to chapter 11, verse 21. The Lord's hand was with them, and a great number of people believed and turned to the Lord. 
whose hand was with them it was not strategy hand of the lord do you see the hand of the lord working with you brother the reverend ragland when he was moving around my great grandfathers they were touched by the gospel message my grandfather from a hindu background could, could taste the love of jesus christ and because of which the gospel started spreading from that very zone my district i am not so proud to say that many people say that it's in the history of indian history that our district is called the womb of missionaries i have seen enough of their graveyards their tombs and their memorials and uh, churches and institution named after the great servants of god why i say that that's a impact by the grace of god they came with the grace of god the churches started increasing and my father grandfather stepped out for the ministry whose name was some other name and he became christadas what a wonderful name that's how devadas he took the name devadas christadas they all served the lord das means servant and they took the name to serve the lord the number increased the church increased as a small young boy i have seen the church expanding because of the grace of god our our testimony of the church demonstrating the church now from verse 21 we have seen the hand of the lord working and now going to verse 22 news of this reached the ears of the church at jerusalem and they sent barnabas to antioch missionary sent ragland was sent and people of god were sent if i have to recall my own story i was sent by a church back my home they prayed they laid their hands to go and plant a church when there was nothing when i reached a particular town in punjab we gathered a people we went in the street looking for those who were longing to hear the gospel with his hands we distributed enormous number of gospel portions bibles new testament how did we begin no one was there to support me there was not a congregation which will bring their offering there wasn't any money in my pocket you remember my cycle was stolen which was a second hand cycle which somebody given me for the use of the going around then in the year 87 88 there wasn't any you know enough money to sustain myself cycle was stolen how will i move around lord this is my last day here i am going to leave that was my written letter the next day i receive a money order for 1500 rupees and the 1500 rupees was sent by someone without any clue that michael needs a cycle and a small note in the money order form said michael please use it for the ministry in punjab there was in phone call i need to only write another inland letter to respond to so and so is none other than my friend who is a bishop of delhi he got 15000 rupees to buy a sd bike 
and he took out the tithe amount of that money of his bike and he just posted through the post office. People started giving, people started sending, people started supporting. I was sent by a church then in the year 87 to establish a church. Here we see Barnabas was sent. I need to bring this comparison to see how the demonstration of God's grace happens in the church without even asking for money, raising funds. The Lord is going to support. Who supported Barnabas? Go back to his story. Explore. He was a rich man. He sold off everything, placed it at the feet of the apostles, and is coming, probably walking. So Barnabas was sent to encourage and build. How many of us are ready to go and build? We think building a church, oh, I need five people, ten people, and there is a support system, funding for me, salary, somebody would send. There isn't a need. I speak from my life. Two years, there wasn't any support. Nobody even, I told my parents, you're not going to send any money to me. My parents also said, Michael, don't expect money from us. But God, who is faithful, never allowed a servant of God to starve for money. This is one incident. That's the beginning of the faith ministry. You will be without anything. But when God sends, you go. What was Saul before he became converted as a Paul? Great man, eminent man, learned man. What was he doing in Tarsus? He was hidden. I wonder whether anybody recognized him. Paul with the clarity, Barnabas with the clarity comes there, fetches him, and he builds him up. And then what is happening? There is a earning of a name, Christian. They were called Christian. I would like to take to my previous one. Okay. Here, there are three places Christians are mentioned in Bible. Number one, where we read chapter 11, 26, the disciples were called Christian first as Antioch. There is a new identity they get. Then the second reference to Christian comes in Acts chapter 26, verse 28. Agrippa said to Paul, do you think that in such a short time you can persuade me to be a Christian? So the Christian became a nickname to indicate the one who belonged to Christ. Maybe you are an Indian, you are an American, or you are something, uh, whatever you want to call yourself, Roma, you know, any country you belong to. So the I-A-N, Ian, is something to indicate whom do you belong. And then in First Peter he writes, however, if you suffer as a Christian, do not be ashamed. There are only three references to Christian. Now we are proud to be Christian. Christ is in, or we belong to Christ. So, the grace of God was working, demonstrated through the testimony of the church, and they were getting a name. It became a name of fame. That was evident in them. And so, when they got a name, 
It was to display their testimony. That's a testimony. What is your testimony? Not what you come and share, God healed me, God delivered me, I had some debts and all these things are paid back and I was suffering from some kind of incurable disease that is now cured or, you know, my, you know, job was held and God gave me the job. Yes, they are factual information to indicate the, uh, you know, the work of God, the blessing God is giving. But the testimony is how you are displayed in the society, how you are placed, how is your demonstration of your character. And here in Antioch, the testimony of the church was such that people were known by Christ, identified themselves with Christ. And then, then it goes on to the last one, they become channel of blessing, serving. Verse 29, I will read it for you. The disciples, each according to the ability, decided to provide help. They were delivering. They were channels. The raglan who came around in those, that particular century moved with group of people. There weren't uh, enough support system. They were band of people. They went and stayed, you know, stayed in a place and shared the gospel with whatever income they could get, they managed their survival. And if you know the early ministries of uh, George Werber, who brought Operation Mobilization, they were made as teams, they would travel, they will have gospel portions, they need to sell it for a meager, you know, five paise, ten paise, one rupee. And with that, they will come, they will buy something for their daily livelihood. I lived with such group of people and I had seen their faith life. There wasn't income generation for them. They were only given literature. Yes, they become channels of blessing. The word of God went across the whole of the globe. Yes, now what do we learn from this very Antioch church? Do you see anything specific, interesting here? The church, C-H-U-R. I'm using the SMS language, your text language, C-H. Christ yourself held by church is church are you in the church if you are in the church what is your testimony my church is my role my church is my testimony are you ready to own this responsibility testimony making impact in the world are you making some impact in the world? What is the level of that impact? Can people recognize you are a Christian by your conduct, your daily living, your behavior? Can your church members recognize in you there is a testimony in you? Or can your family members recognize he is a different person altogether? With all my non-Christian friends, we were asked to come and pray in their funerals, in their wedding ceremonies. 
What did they find in us? Because Christ in us is visible. They are saintly people. What made impact with the Christian hospital? What made impact with Christian institution? Because Christ in them. Christ, yourself, church, held together is a church and that's where the testimony comes. Church that spends and being spent is going to be our testimony. We will be soon going into the members meeting. Yes, we are supporting the ministry of DBF. The pastor's uh, salary, the building and our expenses are held. But more than that, what are you spending for? And then church that sends and being sent is a testimony. Have you sent? Yes, we have sent. From this church, I know people have gone to various locations to spread the good news. Praise the Lord. And you are aware of them. Although I came much late, I came like a Barnabas. All right. So when I came, I this established church, I was somebody like, go, go and see this Antioch church in SGC. I came to be an encouragement, came to be a builder, came to motivate, encourage, and edify, and build further up. But you know those people whom we have sent out from this church as ministers of God, they are spreading the good news elsewhere in our country and abroad. Praise be to God. Now the future. Are we going to send out more people? Are we going to support more missionaries? In this way, I like to bring to our attention the work of the Lord, the formation of the church. It's by the grace of God working in us. And it is by expansion of the horizon. That is the testimony of the church. So, are we having the natural growth? And here I like to close with a promise that God had done it in the lives of his disciples. Turn with me to Mark chapter 16 and I will read verse 20 for you. Mark chapter 16 verse 20. Then the disciples went out, preached everywhere, and the Lord worked with them and confirmed his word by the signs that accompanied it. Are we seeing the hands of God working with you, with us? Yes, I have testified. You have testified. May the name of the Lord be glorified by the very testimony of the church and the testimony that we are reflecting in and through our life and we may sometimes relocate ourselves for the sake of the ministry. How many are ready to go relocating ourselves? It's not by compulsion, not by force, not by strategies, but by the grace of God. May God make us a testimony. May God make our church to be a testimony by displaying the expansion of the church, by demonstrating the grace of God. Let it be evident in our life. Shall we look to God in prayer? 
and uh, kindly don't depart from this place. Oh, that's a strong statement. Why? Because we are going to have the members meeting. Maybe we will resemble the member of Antioch Church. Shall we look to God in prayer? Thank and praise you, God, for making us a testimony and making us as God's testimony of your grace and expanding the horizon of the church. Our church is held by Christ and we are in the middle of it and bound by the body, the church. Lord, in this way, we will be a testimony to others in the days to come and may your name be glorified. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The choir will come.